0: A zoo will name a cockroach after your ex and then feed it to a meerkat on Valentine's Day. A London restaurant serves up gray squirrel lasagna and a Valentine's Day masturbation festival is coming to London. These are weird. All of them. A zoo will name a cockroach after your ex and then feed it to a meerkat on Valentine's Day. Looking to get yourself a present this Valentine's Day? I'm talking about you yourself, like something for you. The El Paso Zoo has you covered. It will name a cockroach after your ex and then feed it to a meerkat live on camera. You can message the zoo on the Facebook page with your ex's name, then wait patiently for February 14th to watch the cockroach get devoured during the... Quote, quit bugging me, Meerkat event, which will live stream on Facebook and the zoo's website on Valentine's Day. The names of those exes will also be displayed around the Meerkat exhibit and on social media starting February 11th. The zoo is calling it the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Here's a quote from the zoo coordinator. This is a fun way to get the community involved in our daily enrichment activities. The meerkats love to get cockroaches as a snack, and what better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than by feeding them a cockroach named after your ex. The El Paso, Texas Zoo isn't the only zoo offering a non-traditional Valentine's Day promotion, you'll be happy to know. The Helm... Hemsley Conservation Center in Kent, England, will name a cockroach after your ex in exchange for a donation. You can also name a cockroach at the Bronx Zoo, which calls them eternal and timeless gifts. I guess because they don't die. Well, apparently they die if you give them to a goddamn meerkat. I had no idea this is what meerkats like to eat. No idea. I was wondering what ate roaches. I was like, why can't someone just come and eat all these roaches? They're so awful and gross. How hilarious to name it after your ex and then watch it on the live stream get eaten by a meerkat. Fantastic. I would never do something like that because I, I adore all my exes. <laughs> what, you don't believe me? You don't believe me that I adore? You should, you should. You should love all your exes. You should all try and get along. Life is short, right, guys? <laughs> Life is short. Uh... But what if they suck, Jonesy? Well, if they suck, then you should uh, name a cockroach after them and watch it get get eaten by a meerkat on Valentine's Day. I don't know what your plans are for Valentine's Day. I don't have any plans for Valentine's Day because I don't have a goddamn Valentine. Um, someone promised to send me a Valentine's Day gift, a loyal listener of Weird AF News, and I'm hoping that I'm hoping it's some chocolate. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, by the way, feel free to send me a Valentine's Day gift. It's no sweat. Here's a great Valentine's Day gift for Jonesy. Uh, join the Patreon. That would be amazing. Uh, I'd love this, though. I'm going to have to go to the Facebook page for the uh, El Paso Zoo. You should do this as well on Valentine's Day. Let's get some. It'll be fun. We'll go to the website or the Facebook page. and Because I want to see these cockroaches get eaten alive by the meerkats. Um as a Valentine's, Day, a Valentine's Day celebration, I think that this is um, a very dynamic way to do it. <laughs> very symbolic, yes. Hey, and very one could argue very therapeutic. You know, people. You know, people like the, oh, if you write you, you know, you write their name on a piece of paper and you throw it in the fire, <laughs> or you get a voodoo doll. You ever do any of that? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that stuff. But yeah, naming a cockroach after your ex and then having it being eaten by another animal. Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) Squirrel lasagna. Oh. A London restaurant serves up squirrel lasagna. The chef at a London restaurant said he's catering to customers in in search of sustainable proteins with a lasagna made with an unusual meat. Gray squirrel. Yeah, squirrel meat. Sounds amazing. Ivan Tisdall Downs is the chef at the Borough Market Restaurant. He said he struck a deal with his wild boar supplier. You know, how we always do. We all got wild boar suppliers. Don't you guys have wild boar suppliers? My wild boar supplier. <laughs> He's so quirky. Made a deal to obtain gray squirtle carcasses that would have gone to waste. Oh, Fantastic. And and he thought to himself, "Geez, what should I do with this squirrel? Oh, I know, lasagna. Lasagna. That's what I would have thought too, right away. Lasagna. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Squirrel is one of the most sustainable proteins you can cook. It is almost exactly the same in taste as a rabbit," says the chef. Yeah, but rab- let's let's be real. Rabbit ain't that great. In my opinion, I've had it, and I wasn't I wasn't exactly blown away by it at all. I was like, eh, not too good. It's all right, eh. It's tasty. It's not as gamey as rabbit. It's a nice white meat. It's good to cook down slowly and make stews from and ragouts for lasagna. It's very good for you. It's quite lean. Oh, so it's not like uh, rabbit meat then. It's, uh, it's not as gamey because rabbit meat is a little gamey. That's what I don't like about it. Um, squirrel might, might be delicious then. I'm having second thoughts. Gray squirrels are considered an invasive species, by the way in Britain, where they were introduced from North America in the 19th century. Ha ha, gotcha, Britain. The species has been blamed for the dwindling population of native red squirrels. Because they aren't there aren't really any predators left for the gray squirrels, the population is booming and they are taking over the red squirrel habitat, said the chef. So the chef is like, I know what to do with them. Bring me your squirrels. This is a weird story. Um, and I want to link it to another story that's related. And that is on my Instagram today. Uh, This is just a total coincidence. Walking, I I didn't even see this story until after this happened. And that's when I decided to do, oh, I'm going to do the squirrel story. Uh, I was going to play basketball this morning in my neighborhood in Chinatown. And I passed, in the tree, I hear some uh, rustling, like violent rustling, scratching, this kind of thing. And I look and it's a squirrel caught in a trap, like a metal trap uh, in the tree. I'd never seen that before. I didn't know what to do. So I Instagrammed it (laughs) like we always do. But here's the thing. So I Instagram it and I write, I write, guys, a squirrel is trapped in this cage. Should I release it? Should I trespass and release it? And I put a poll, yes or no. Played some basketball. About 45 minutes, hour later, I had 100% of the people like said that, yes, you should free this squirrel. So, I posted that on Instagram, and then I, I went up, I climbed the tree, I somehow dangled dangled myself, No, like, I'm no hands balancing on a tree limb, I got the phone in one hand, because I'm shooting video, and then I'm trying with one hand to open this, like, crazy, sophisticated squirrel cage, I don't even know, I don't know what these things, I don't know what, how it worked, I never, I never played with one of these before, because I don't catch squirrels in the wild like this. Um... So I finally figured out how to open it, and then so I shot video of all this, I let the squirrel go, and and then I was wondering afterward, do Chinese people eat squirrel? I I thought about, like, why would you be catching a squirrel in our neighborhood if you weren't, you know, I, I don't know, unless you wanted to have a pet of some sort, or you were just cruel, um... And so then I put that out there, the question. And I'll put it out here to Weird AF News. Do Chinese people eat squirrels? Does anybody know about this? Well, how the, And the coincidence of actually coming across this article where someone is making squirrel lasagna over in London. That's, so that's crazy. But um, I don't know much about eating squirrel. I heard that it's done down south and stuff. But I, I, don't, I don't really know. So if any of you have uh, experience with this, I'd love to get your opinion on it. And then I, I'd love to hear from those of you who think you shouldn't be eating squirrel for various re- reasons. Um, I, I, I was very happy to free that squirrel for sure. I thought that was a, a good thing to do today. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Did I, did I cross the line there? I did trespass onto someone's property, mm, and I and I probably let their dinner go as well. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe someone's making squirrel lasagna, squirrel lasagna, right, right in my zip code. I had no idea. Pray with the Pope using your iPhone. Why not? Click to pray. (laughs) These are not the words you'd expect to come out of the Pope's mouth, but apparently they did. Uh, That's what onlookers heard during the traditional address from Pope Francis. This was a few weeks ago or a week ago, I guess. He introduced, uh, I wanted to, I meant to get to this because it's funny to me. He invented, uh, not invented, he introduced an app called Click to Pray. It's an app for communal prayer aimed at young people. Guess we need to pray for the young people. Why are we praying for young people? Let's pray for the old people. I feel bad for them. Young people? Come on. You got it good. And even if you're in a shitty position, at least you get to hope you're young this time. What about those people who are old and in terrible situations? We should be praying for them. I'm talking to you, Florida. <laughs> the internet and social media are a resource of our time, the Pope said. And then he held up he held up a tablet. Damn, the Pope is getting tech. Pope is going straight up tech. Imagine that. The, see, if you witness the Pope, like, I don't know, playing a video game on a tablet, that's so funny to me. They held up the device for everyone to see. In case you don't know what this is, it's not one of the Ten Commandment tablets. <laughs> Instead, it's a newer tablet. Here, Francis said, I'll insert the intentions and in the prayer requests for the mission of the church using my iPad. He tapped the screen several times. <laughs> and then he looked at the, he looked at his uh, associate and said, did I do it right? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, the Pope has made earnest efforts, by the way, to embrace technology. Tweeting frequently. Yes, he has been on Twitter. He's calling the web a gift from God. Of course. Uh, <laughs> and now he's he's making money off heavenly advertising. Now he's given his followers a convenient way to turn on their smart devices and see what the leader of the Catholic Church is praying for at any given moment. Pray every day, reads the app when it opens up. Pray together with others. Give to the community. You can pray with us. Simply click here to pray. (laughs) More than 18,000 people have clicked on the Pope's prayers. In his address, Pope Francis specifically called on young people to download the app. The Pope has long sought to make the Catholic Church relevant for younger generations as the proportion of Catholics declines across the world. Recent attempts to connect with the younger generation, however, have been overshadowed by the sex abuse crisis within the church that has also dragged down the Pope's approval rating. The Pope also used his this Sunday address to pray for Columbia following... Oh, okay, so... Uh, oh, I, I hate that. I'm, I'm sorry that I took the, <laughs> the... The article went to this very dark place at the end. I'm really sorry. It went into, like, sex abuse crisis. Uh, let's not talk about that. Uh, let's talk about... Well, what, Jonesy? What should we talk about? Well, the, I mean, the, it's cute that you're trying to reach out to young people, but, I mean, I think this is a... I'm sorry to say, but this is a lost cause. Um, <laughs> it just is. <laughs> more and more people are like, Eh, church, what are you, crazy? It's, uh, you know, as soon as you can start to Google stuff, you know, the church, the church just seems silly, you know, when you get old enough and you're like, uh, you start Googling like, hey, am I going to burn in fiery damnation for looking at my neighbor with coveting eyes? No, no, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. Google told me that that's bullshit. And so, I don't know, it's just, it becomes hard to take the church seriously when you have the internet. <laughs> just my opinion. Uh, I could be wrong. But so I think it's, oh, hey, you know what, Pope, go out there and have us download apps and and get on Twitter and and do your attempts to get the young people interested. You know, good luck with you. It's uh, like any other, you know, it's it's like any other piece of cultural furniture. It's like, you you know, everyone wants eyeballs these days. How do I get more clicks? How do I get more likes? Even the church is like, how do we get more likes? We need more likes. People aren't liking us. (laughs) What do we do, Mr. Pope? What do we do? I know. I'll tweet. I'll tweet out some stuff. Yes. I'll tweet myself coming out of the shower. Maybe that'll get some likes. <laughs> an app. We need an app. Click to pray. I got the idea right here. Click to pray. <laughs> right? What about it? I don't know. We'll have a... Uh, what do we, we have, a, we have a, a marathon. A 5K Pope marathon. Everybody dresses up like the Pope and they run 5K to raise money and raise awareness. Those young people, they love to dress up and run. <laughs> Hi, weirdos. It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Just want to let you know that yesterday I created... I attempted to create a Yelp page and give a review to uh, Buster's Strip Club in Statesville, (laughs) North Carolina. (laughs) It didn't exist on Yelp. Crazy how a strip club in a garage isn't on Yelp. I mean... (laughs) A strip club in the forest? Yeah, that's not on Yelp. No kidding. Yeah, anyway, so I decided to... create one. And I put it, I uploaded a photo. I wrote a nice review. Oh, and I'll read it. As soon as it gets approved, I'll read it. And I, I implore all of you to go on there and give it five stars. <laughs> Cause Hey, come on. It's the best strip club in the woods. You'll find. Let's be real here. <laughs> what What did you, what, are you wondering where this is coming from? I did a story about a strip club that had to be, um, that was getting trouble with the law. Um, it was in somebody's garage in North Carolina. <laughs> And the guy was like, no, this isn't a strip club. This is an exercise studio. The My daughter and my wife use the pole to exercise. Yeah. Anyways, I thought it would be funny to create a, a fake Yelp review. Not fake, but like a real one, but sort of fake. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a weirdo. Uh, Hey, all right. So thank yous and shout outs. I got an email from uh, Nakia Thompson who wrote um, more useless information. But hey, I'm from here, so why not let people know? The term Tar Heel date ba- dates back to North Carolina's early history when the state was a leading producer of supplies for the naval industry. Workers who distilled turpentine from the sticky sap of pine trees and burned pine boughs to produce tar and pitch often went barefoot during hot summer months and undoubtedly collected tar on their heels. To call someone a Tar Heel was to imply that they worked in a lowly trade. During the Civil War, North Carolina soldiers flipped the meaning of the term "Tar Heel" and turned it into an accolade. They called themselves Tar Heels as an expression of state pride. Pretty cool. North Carolina became widely known as the Tar Heel State. Question, question. Why um? Why are you burning pitch and like pine bows and sticky? Like, why are you lighting f- huge fires and also walking around barefoot? That doesn't see being barefoot around fire. That's what I don't get. I understand it's the hot summer months and you don't maybe want to wear shoes, but then we could also argue that the ground is really hot as well. I'm assuming the tar that you're stepping on also of a high temperature. Why are you barefoot is what I'm wondering. Seems very dumb to me. Maybe I'm missing something here. I'm not denying that it happened. I'm just saying it's, uh, it's weird to me. Uh, also, shout out to Stephanie Maber. Uh, it's her birthday. Stephanie sent me some articles. A Florida article recently which is great stephanie's been sending me stuff over the months and i appreciate you very much happy birthday to you i'll give you guys shout outs for these kinds of things just call the show email me it's funnyjones at gmail.com or you can call 646-450-2012 or you can go to instagram at funnyjones send me a message there and also check out my squirrel video from today it's on it's in my stories so you got to go into the stories uh On Twitter, it's Funny Jones as well. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Check out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News and support the show. You get extra stuff for doing that. I mean extra stuff in – extra than already feeling warm and fuzzy inside for supporting – I mean, you get extra in addition to that, but you could just do it for that reason alone because it makes you feel good. You know, you've done a good thing. Kind of like me a, a freeing a squirrel out of a cage today. That made me feel good. You got to do these things to make yourself feel good, guys. You got to give back to the to nature and to the community. So, give back to Weird AF News by going to Patreon.com/WeirdAFNews. Get Jonesy a, a cup of coffee a month. That's pretty cool, right? And very fair. Uh, what else did I want to? push out to you today. I think that's about it. I love you very much, and I'm, I'm glad that you were here today with me.